Do you procrastinate all the time? Me too, or at least I used to. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you how procrastination has played out in my life, what I've learned from it, the benefits of breaking free from procrastination, and how I respond to procrastination now. So if you're a procrastinator or you want to learn more about how to not procrastinate, you're going to want to stick around. Welcome to the 12 Inches Away podcast, a space for women who are ready to stop living in fear and start living with peace and confidence. I'm your host, Shoni Doosling, a personal development coach on a mission to help women liberate themselves from anxiety and mindsets that are holding them captive so they can get back to owning their life. Join me every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Singapore Standard Time for helpful mindset hacks and tangible takeaways you can use to master your thoughts and unlock your full potential. Now, since today's episode is about procrastination, I wanted to give an example from my own life of when I procrastinated and what I learned from it. Let's travel back to my later high school years when I took that dreaded calculus course. Now, I was in my later years of high school and the semester had started. One of the classes that I was taking was a calculus course. Pretty much as soon as it started, I was already lost. It really seemed like the teacher was speaking another language and I had no idea what was going on. Now, each of us was given a graphic calculator and this was supposed to make it easier, but for me, it only added another layer of confusion. So I began to procrastinate on my calculus work. Now, this brings me to the first lesson that I learned about procrastination, which is that procrastination protects us from unpleasant feelings. According to psychologists Timothy Peichel and Fuchsia Seroys, my response of procrastinating on my calculus work may not have been so uncommon. The two of them explained that, quote, we procrastinate when the task stirs up feelings like anxiety, confusion, or boredom, unquote. Working on calculus definitely made me feel all of those things, anxious, confused, and bored. So I guess it makes sense that I would put off that homework until the end. As I reflected back on this experience, I noticed a second lesson that I learned about procrastinating, and that was this. Black and white thinking can lead to procrastination. So black and white thinking, or it's also called all or nothing thinking, is a term and it basically just means that you think in a very binary way. So for example, you would label yourself or others as smart or dumb, good or bad, nice or mean, or you use terms like always or never. And this type of thinking, it definitely helps to simplify things in the world, but it also makes us see things in a very rigid way. So in my own life, this black and white thinking led me to believe that I was good at some things and bad at other things. So I basically decided that if I was bad at something, it wasn't worth putting in the effort because I was just bad at it. This is also known as fixed thinking. So in the case of calculus, I adopted this black and white thinking and I basically told myself that I'm bad at calculus, so I'll do the bare minimum, make sure I pass it and that it doesn't really impact my GPA, 
but I'll spend my time on the things that I'm good at. Now, according to Dr. Joseph Ferrari, who is an expert researcher on the topic of procrastination, we procrastinate because of fear and insecurity. So that totally helped me to make sense of why I would want to focus on the things that I was good at, because those were the things that made me feel secure and smart. Since calculus made me feel insecure, it was easy for me to want to procrastinate and put that task off as long as I could. The third lesson that I learned was this, procrastination and perfectionism go hand in hand. Now, I loved being called smart and being praised for my grades, but now I was experiencing a class that I wasn't doing well in. And so back to Dr. Joseph Ferrari's point, that made me feel insecure. So what I did was I turned to unhealthy strategies of procrastination and perfectionism because these had always offered at least a temporary sense of relief. So how did procrastination and perfectionism play out? Well, first, I poured my heart and soul into my other classes, the ones that I was good at, and I tried to perfect my work. By obsessing over the details, I was feeding this perfectionist tendency, and this led to the second part, which was the procrastination. Because I was pouring so much time and effort into the classes that I enjoyed and that I was good at, I had less time for calculus and would leave my calculus homework until last. To soothe that perfectionist voice that always needed to be perfect at everything, I would tell myself, well, of course, I didn't have enough time to work on my calculus, so it's not my fault if I don't get a top grade. And then I would also use the black and white thinking as the excuse, saying, well, I'm just not good at calculus, which further protected me from feelings of insecurity. In the end, I got a low grade, but I passed. But the question that I asked myself was this. If my procrastination helped me to achieve high grades in my other classes, if it protected me from negative emotions and it shielded me from feeling insecure, was it really that big of a problem? To answer this, let's imagine what could be possible without procrastination in the picture. Number one, we could see difficult things like calculus as challenges to help us learn and grow instead of problems to avoid. Number two, we could learn how to optimize and manage our time. Number three, we could learn self-discipline and how to pour time and effort into something even when we didn't feel like doing it. Number four, we could have more time to spend with family and friends because we wouldn't be pouring unnecessary amounts of time into things just to procrastinate. Number five, we could learn how to dive into things that are uncomfortable. Number six, we could experience the incredible satisfaction of finally understanding something that felt impossible to understand. And number seven, we could learn that just because we're not good at something now does not mean that we will never be good at it. If we were to take the time to cultivate these skills, we could apply them over and over. Can you imagine how big of an impact that would have on our lives? Because of this, I would say that for me, if procrastination is holding me back from all of these opportunities to learn and grow, then it is something that I would want to weed out. And so that's exactly what I've been trying to do. So these days when I come up against something that would normally make me procrastinate, I do my very best to dive into whatever is in front of me. I try my hardest to see things as challenges instead of problems. 
to pour my time and effort into things that need to get done and to find ways of making mundane things enjoyable so that procrastinating seems less desirable. And instead of procrastinating on things that I've never done, I try to see it as an opportunity to learn something new and grow. So I'll do research or I'll ask questions and try to grow in my understanding. And all of these things have brought so much more joy into my life. Now, do I ever fail? Of course, I'm human. And do I ever find myself procrastinating? Yes, but the difference is that now, procrastination doesn't have the power that it used to. In the past, I didn't even know that I had the ability to push past the feeling to procrastinate. But now I definitely know that that's something that I can push past. I've also learned that I have the strength to do difficult things. And I know that the feeling of getting something done early is so much more satisfying than the temporary feeling of relief that procrastination offers. And so, what about you? Is there something that you've been putting off? We learned that we procrastinate to avoid negative feelings. So as you think about something that you're putting off, is there a negative feeling that you're trying to avoid? Does it make you feel anxious or confused or bored? We also learned that black and white thinking can lead to procrastination. So is there something that you think that you're just not good at or that you'll never be good at so you don't feel like trying it? Once you identify why you're procrastinating, consider how amazing it will feel when you accomplish what you're currently avoiding. Will you feel relieved? Maybe you'll feel liberated. Maybe you'll just be thankful that it's over. What will you have learned? How will you have grown? And the third thing that we learned is that procrastination and perfectionism go hand in hand. So if perfectionism is something that you're struggling with, I'm launching a group program at the end of November with limited spots. So if overcoming your perfectionism and overcoming procrastination is something that you want to do, I highly recommend checking out the group program page on the 12 Inches Away website and signing up for the waitlist so that you'll receive all of the updates on the registration dates, early bird specials, and limited time offers. Now the link for the waitlist is in the show notes. That brings us to the end of today's podcast, but don't worry, there are plenty more ahead. Join me every Wednesday at 9am Singapore Standard Time for weekly chats on things like perfectionism and anxiety. If you're loving this podcast, share it with a friend and give it a five-star rating or leave a review to help us reach even more people. And as always, I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to connect, Hop over to my Instagram or Facebook page and send me a message or comment on one of the posts. The links are in the show notes. 